Hello and welcome to Reading with Carrie, a mindfulness podcast series that can be used as a sleep aid or to ease your anxiety and relieve your stress. I am your host, Carrie Fable, and I'm so thankful that you've decided to spend some time with me. So I have to admit, I'm reading this story because of my sister. For some reason, it keeps popping up in our everyday chats, and not because she does all the chores. (laughs) But just randomly, the story comes about, and so I wanted to read it and share it with you. But as always, let's start with a mindfulness breathing exercise. This exercise is the senses. Five, four, three, two, one. We are going to focus on one at a time. But first, let's start with a brief breathing exercise. Close your eyes and breathe deeply with a pause on an inhale all the way in and a pause as you finish exhaling all the way out. Remember to center on the here and now. Focus on the breath passing in your lungs through to the heart. Breathe in, two, three, four. Hold it. Out, two, three, four. Feel the breath enter through your nostrils or in your mouth, through your throat, into your lungs, or maybe deep below into your diaphragm tummy area. And exhale, feel the air leave your body. Take a moment to feel where you are in your position, whether you're laying down or seated. Feel where your hands are, what your fingertips are feeling. If your hand is out relaxed, maybe put two fingers together, your thumb and your middle finger, and just gently rub them together and feel that sensation. Where are your feet? Can they be grounded on what you're sitting on or on the floor? Or maybe you're laying all the way down and you can just feel your heels laying on the bed. Just feel grounded and sink deeper into the bed or into the chair or on the ground, wherever you are. Relax your shoulders as you breathe deeply in and deeply out. Now, Open your eyes and focus on what's around you. We're going to follow a pattern. So first, pick five things around you of one color. The first color your eye catches, red, blue, green, doesn't matter. Just whatever your eye catches. Focus on five things of that same color. If you're colorblind, Try to find items that have the same shade of gray. They look like they would be the same color. I know that might be hard.
Okay, did you find five things? Now let's listen for four different sounds. Can you hear your breathing? Is your stomach gurgling? Maybe you can hear a clock or a bird chirping. I'll give you a little time so you can hear that. Although I guess my voice could count too. Now without moving, so this might be kind of tricky, pick three things to touch. If you're in a bed, maybe touch the sheets and touch a pillow and maybe your nightstand. Or if you're sitting at a desk, touch the chair. Is there maybe a drink next to you you can touch? Really take a moment with each of these three items and feel the sensation that they give your fingertips. Is it smooth? Is it soft? Is it rough and grainy? If you can't find a third item, just run your hand along your arm. Remember that you probably have the phone right next to you or a mouse if you're on the computer. And now this one, it, it gets trickier as we go along. This one, we're going to pick two smells. You can move around for this one if you want to. We're trying to find two smells in the room. And you're going to find an item maybe, maybe some perfume or a food item if you're eating. Maybe you have a drink nearby. I'm drinking coffee and it has a hazelnut flavor in the back. So I get the lovely coffee ground smell and the sweetness of the hazelnut. You can smell your pillow or if you have a pet. I always like sniffing my dog's fur. <laughs> Might be a little weird, but she's so comforting. Her feet emanate this nice snuggle smell is what I call it. Once again, you can use your body if you need to. Maybe smell your armpit. <laughs> We can have fun while we're doing this. We don't have to be so serious. Are these smells sweet or sour to you? So if you can, pick up the item and just smell it for about 30 seconds. Just try to describe it. Now we're going to pick one thing to taste. It can be a food item or a drink, maybe some gum or a candy. If food is a trigger for you, you absolutely do not have to do this. You can also taste the air if there's nothing around. Again, it might be silly, but you can stick your tongue out really wide and wag it in the air or breathe in deeply. Can you taste anything on the air? If you are okay to go ahead and do the last taste, we're going to take a sip or a bite 
of whatever your food item is and let it settle on your taste buds. Close your eyes, take it all in. Just take about 30 seconds to really feel it. Dance in your mouth, play on your tongue. Is it squishy? Is it hard? Is it moist? Is it dry? Is it sweet? Is it sour? What different flavors can you taste? Just sit with it for a moment. Okay, and we're done. Congratulations, you finished the five senses exercise. I always like to indulge in a nice long sigh. It just always helps me feel relaxed. So let's take a deep inhale and outward sigh. Mmm, that's nice. And now here's the story. Little Red Hen. Once upon a time, there was a little red hen who lived on a farm. She was friends with a lazy dog, a sleepy cat, and a noisy yellow duck. One day, the little red hen found some seeds on the ground. The little red hen had an idea. She would plant the seeds. The little red hen asked her friends, Who will help me plant the seeds? Not I, barked the lazy dog. Not I, purred the sleepy cat. Not I, cracked the noisy yellow duck. Then I will said the little red hen. So the little red hen planted the seeds all by herself. When the seeds had grown, the little red hen asked her friends, Who will help me cut the wheat? Not I, barked the lazy dog. Not I, purred the sleepy cat. Not I, quacked the noisy yellow duck. Then I will, said the little red hen. So the little red hen cut the wheat all by herself. When all the wheat was cut, the little red hen asked her friends, Who will help me take the wheat to the mill to be ground into flour? Not I, barked the lazy dog. Not I, purred the sleepy cat. Not I, quacked the noisy yellow duck. Then I will, said the little red hen. So the little red hen brought the wheat to the mill all by herself, ground the wheat into flour, and carried the heavy sack of flour back to the farm. The tired little red hen asked her friends, who will help me bake the bread? Not I, barked the lazy dog. Not I, purred the sleepy cat. Not I, quacked the noisy yellow duck. Then I will, said the little red hen. So the little red hen baked the bread all by herself. When the bread was finished, the tired little red hen asked her friends, Who will help me eat the bread? I will, barked the lazy dog. I will, purred the sleepy cat. I will, quacked the noisy yellow duck. No, said the little red hen, I will. And the little red hen ate the bread all by herself. No bread for you. <laughs> this short tale has a very clear message. Your actions, or in this case, inactions, have consequences. If you work hard, you will be rewarded. But if you give in to laziness, you will suffer for it later. Now, I don't want to bog down such a silly story with a deep thought, but I do think it beneficial to bring up a concept that has been floating around for many years. Procrastination and motivation. I myself suffer from lack of motivation, so I speak from a place of full self-awareness. 
but often we explain our inaction away by saying, now's not the time, or I'll get to it when the inspiration strikes. But the secret of many successful people is to push through and just do, even if you don't feel motivated. I recently just finished The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, and he states exactly what others have said. If you want to be a writer, just write. It may not be good, but that's not the point. You need to carve out time for yourself to sit down and type or write out your thoughts. In terms of this story, this is a bit more about chores, but the idea is still there. To be responsible and time efficient, we need to set aside time to do the dishes, wash laundry, sweep the floor. Do we ever want to do these things? Probably not. Occasionally, we may be hit with a cleaning whim, but most of the time, we have to force ourselves. But what happens? The house gets clean, and we feel accomplished afterwards. Well, we need to do this in all avenues of life. We don't find the time. We make time. For mindfulness meditation, for food shopping, and yes, for our hobby. It is imperative that you do make time for your passion, whether it be painting a picture or even playing a video game. The saying is, work hard, play hard. The art of productivity is actually to include rest and relaxation. So we also then need to reward how our time is spent. You are not being lazy. You are resting to recharge. Just make sure you are also evenly distributing your time allotment. Else you won't get any bread. Thank you for listening. I welcome you back anytime you may need to hear a comforting voice or a familiar bedtime story.